The Colorado Avalanche get back in the win column with a solid four to one win over St. Louis. Kale McCarr was not sure if he was going to play. He did. Bo Byram, not sure if he was going to play. He did. We knew Alexander Georgiev was not going to play. And Ivan Prozatov, whoa, a one goal output by him today. Impressive. A lot to talk about on this episode of Locked On Avalanche. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your sick host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making this your first listen of the day. Always appreciate it. Make sure to follow us on our social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram, questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow us over on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Get notified when a new show goes live. And absolutely subscribe to our subtext. Link to that is in the show notes below. When you do, you chat with Kyle and I one-on-one and become one of our special insiders where we get to your comments on uh, different things, including games. Like what's your take on the game? Who's your player of the game? Stuff like that. And we'll read that a little bit later on. Um, All right, Kyle. Yeah, I, I... was on the verge of like, man, like, I don't know if I can go tonight, but I'm, I'm putting in the work. The abs put in the work. I got to put in the work. So, uh, kids, man, they bring the craziest stuff home, including sickness. <laughs> you know, this, Oh boy, yeah. do I ever. Um, so, I mean, it made me feel a little bit better. That the avalanche got a win, right? Yeah. So, uh, a very solid, very nice four to one win against St. Louis. You had a, a good first, um a so-so second not a horrible second but i think that was where st louis gave you their big push and that was really all you're going to get from st louis and i think the avalanche kind of after the second was like if that's all they have then then we can we can work around that and we can just you know they can't really do much than that i i felt anyway they get a few more uh, a couple more in the third and that's all she wrote. So I thought it was just a solid game for the it, most part. It was a really, really good game. It It's not quite to the 60-minute game that we've been talking about with the Avalanche. That was There was a couple moments of just, you know, fight it out. And St. Louis really, like you mentioned, they really tried to push back. And they tried to go with the goonery. And at some point, St. Louis has to realize Putting Jordan Bennington out there is not going to help you against the Colorado Avalanche. He's he's not that factor anymore. And once the Aval- the Avalanche know mm-hmm. that, and you could tell by the piling on of goals. Four, my goodness, after two straight shutouts, four feels like eight. So mm-hmm. it yeah, was right. it, it was yeah. such a good feeling. And honestly, to carry this momentum into Saturday's game against Vegas, and you have some days off. So everybody gets to rest with a win in their back pocket. I, it sets them up really good for that matchup with Vegas. Yeah, yeah. and you're going to have Georgiev on on what five five days rest, something like that. Vacation. So, so that yeah, I mean God. Um, but uh, yeah, and I, I mean it is all really on Bennington for St. Louis when you're up against a team like Colorado, when they're facing teams that are kind of more at their level, they'll have a chance. But 
when you play, you know, the, when you're going up against Colorado and their style of play, it's just speed game. They beefed up their lines for this game. So they were ready for, you know, I, I mean, I know you said they gooned it up a little bit. I don't, I don't know if it was really gooning it up or more just like this, this is a division game. You're going to get some hits, right? So I thought for the most part, everybody was kind of on their best behavior. Uh, but the Avalanche were ready for it. They're like, no, we're going to we're gonna beef up our lines and we'll be ready for that. But we're still going to play our speed game. And the Blues just can't keep up with that. They can't. Like, they, they, you saw it. They don't have that offensive talent and that, that offensive ability to keep up with a team like Colorado. So in the end, it's all on Bennington. And when they can get those good looks on him, you know, you're not going to get that. Mackenzie Blackwood performance day in and day out from goalies across the league when you can keep peppering them and getting good shots. Avalanche were flying. Yeah. They were flying. They had so many times where somebody had the puck in the zone and they would wait for someone to just, you know, they're, they're coming straight through a lane. They, you know, uh, cross ice pass, great shot on net. You saw that over and over and over again. And that those, those plays are just breakthrough eventually. And they did. And it's rough watching St. Louis games now. They're a shell of what they used to be. It, it's, I guess we get to see Brandon Saad, which is nice. And there's no Ryan O'Reilly anymore. It's just mm-hmm. a weird makeup of that team. And, I, I mean, I always like watching Buchnevich. He's one of my favorite players in the league. But mm-hmm. it's when St. Louis comes in and Bennington's in goal, it's not as scary or as intense as it used to be. And this was a good teeing off game for the Avalanche because they know they play. They had playoff series against this team. They sure. know how to play this team and take them out. And you start piling it on that on Jordan Bennington. You take him out of the game. Like they, this was a you knew what to do game. It's what we were talking about in yesterday's episode. You know mm-hmm. what to do, and they went out there and executed. And walking away with two points sure feels good. Pretty amazing how everybody points to that Darren Helm goal yep. in the in the playoffs and how the Blues have just not been the same since. And it's it's true. Yep. There's a lot of truth to that. Um, Avs tonight on Bennington. This is over at Money Puck. Um, low danger shot attempts twenty six, medium fifteen, mm. and and only one high danger attempt for the Avalanche. So 15 medium chances is really, really good. Compare that to uh, the abs defense. And remember how we were saying, like, they can't rely on Prosvitov to win them this game. They have to play really good defense in front of them. The Blues, 36 low danger shot attempts, eight medium and zero high danger shot attempts for the Blues. That's what you ha- you have to do that anyway. You doubly had to do it for Prozvitov, who's you know his first game with the Avalanche. I'm sure there was a little bit of nerves in the beginning, you know, and 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 they they were great in front of him most of the night. You didn't. We put it up as our our, our one of our keys. You can't have those nerves. They did. They had a couple of them. Um, those are going to happen. It's not like you can get through an entire game, you know, uh, flawlessly without any turnovers but they were they were minimal i thought and overall they protected him and they not only protected him but prosvitov looked he looked all right he did he i was i was pleasantly surprised that 
Now we could just trade Yorgiev. Nathan McKinnon didn't get a goal. We could <laughs> trade him too. Free up yeah. some cap space. I mean, this seems set. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. He, I was. I was. I was thrilled with Prosvetov and like not buckling, especially in that second period where St. Louis pushed back. Like mm-hmm. the team settled in and rallied around. We've seen this team around Michael Hutchinson and Paul yeah. Francois at times start to panic and then they really cheat far back, almost sitting in the slot as an additional goalie. This team kept their head and they kept pushing. And that I think all of that combined, it's a lot of really good things you could take away and hopefully they can build off of. I don't know if we can carry 7D for the mm-hmm. rest of the season, but we'll see how that goes. Well, let's get into those new uh, those lines. Uh, they were in practice, and they pretty much uh, how they were in practice is is how they panned out in the game. Minus two new acquisitions that they got in the off season. Uh, so we will discuss that next. First up is Sleeper. Kyle, is there a better app than Sleeper for daily fantasy sports? Come on, absolutely not. All in one place, all you'll ever need can't beat it and a new nhl season brings all sorts of possibilities on the colorado avalanche who do we got kale mccarr could he get 100 points sure nathan mckinnon 50 goals 60 goals who knows can could the colorado avalanche hoist the stanley cup again and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper the official daily fantasy app of the locked on nhl network sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. So we got a big one coming up here, Kyle. It's against uh, Vegas. Who we like in for a daily fantasy against Vegas? You know, I was quiet about him earlier, but I think Nathan McKinnon is due to go off. The superstars get up for the big games. Uh, Because he's got some rest, I'm going to say Alexander Georgiev. Go with him. Uh, so all you have to do is pick whether studs like Alexander Georgiev or Nathan McKinnon will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in a given game. So use that promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That code is locked on NHL. See sleepers, terms of use for details and locational availability all right uh thank you for making this your first listen of the day as always that is always appreciated uh tomorrow we are planning on doing the i know it's uh we're already into november but we always like to go over that month's schedule at the beginning of the month so we will be going over the avs november schedule october's in the rearview mirror so we're looking ahead to november so we'll discuss that tomorrow uh continuing on with the avalanche and the blues the four to one victory uh yeah we we got those new lines that we saw in practice kyle so you had uh riley tufty on that second line um it was the the redwood line i guess you want to redwood bigfoot big yeah you know i like bigfoot since we'll never get the yeti mascot back i guess there you go Yeah, yeah so you had uh you had him johansson uh Val Nachuskin on that line. So and so that was your your second line. Logan O'Connor was up on the third line. You had Curtis McDermott on the fourth line. He made his debut. Um, and then no shows was Tomas Tatar and Jonathan Drewen. 
Thoughts on all that? Drew Wynn, maybe understandable. I don't know. Like we said yesterday, this feels very new hooky. I don't know if this is the way to fire Drew Wynn up a little bit. Say, hey, we gave you the keys. Like, come on. we Avalanche fans, we've heard this story before. We gave you the keys to the – you're now on the fourth line. This is all new hook part two. Tatar was interesting. Yeah. Because he's also been elevated to the top line at times. Down to like the third, sometimes the fourth. I don't understand why we would scratch him. But then when you... Yeah, I don't get that one. But then when you look at Curtis McDermott, he logged five minutes, 32 seconds of ice time. Which is his max. You're not getting more than that from him. So... What it, you're telling me five minutes and 32 seconds of McDermott is worth more than let's say 25 minutes of Tatar. I, I don't know 25 minutes. I mean, well, he, I'm just give me 20 <laughs> minutes, give me 15. He'd probably whatever be, line you want to yeah. put him on. Yeah, yeah, like it's still more than five, more than McDermott, and more possibilities of what you can get. I don't know if, what they were thinking there, but hey, it's a win, it worked. But I don't know if that's you, the same roster you're going to take into Vegas. I was just going to ask you that. Like, what do you th- do? You think it stays the same? Do you no. think one of these guys come back? Do you think both of them come back? What do you think? Do you think Tatar comes back and Druen is still on the sidelines? It, this could go in a number of directions. Yeah, if I was Jared Bednar and I was a a silver fox on the on the bench, looking incredible in a suit, I would say <laughs> we're going back to the opening night roster for Vegas because. I don't know if anybody's looked at the standings lately. Vegas yeah. is a very good team. And you off. want to have a very good roster. No more uh, Blendar, as we've been mm. saying in the YouTube comments. Like, you can't get fun and creative with these lineups. Like, you know what works. I would go with your standard opening night roster. I don't think you Vegas. can go with, with McDermott. I don't think you no. can. Like, Vegas is not, Vegas is going to play tough. Yeah. They're going to play a tough game. But Vegas is in a position where they want to, you know, keep. Uh, collecting points, and I just don't, as much as I despise that team and that franchise, I don't feel like they are going to come out and play this goonery game where you need someone like Curtis McDermott who doesn't do anything anyway Nope. Um, in that regard. So, no, I think you need as much talented position players and skilled position players as possible. He's not it for this game. If you want to put him in that Blues game, okay like I can, I, I can see it i don't really think like you know what you're losing from tatar and, and if you're whatever you're gaining in curtis mcdermott doesn't really affect you in that game but i don't think you can play him in vegas i really don't so i think tatar comes back i, I thought riley tufty did okay i did too i thought he played fine um he, he had four shots on goal and some really good rips at the net too. I think one logged like 92 miles an hour or something like that. So um, I think Jared Bednar has learned his lesson. You mentioned um, uh, Alex Newhook, right? I think Jared Bednar has learned his lesson to not say something like we're giving him the keys until the trade deadline Um, because look what happened there. Yeah, and look what's happened with with Drewen. So he's kind of learned like, no, like we need production immediately, and if you're not giving it to us, you're you're on the sideline. Maybe not forever, 
but you're going to have to just sit out. And maybe that's the best thing for Juen right now. And when he comes back, if he comes back, maybe, you know, he can just step back from it for a little bit, keep working on whatever he's got to work on, which is a lot, um, and see what happens the second go round. But I would say Tufty stays. McDermott goes back on the sidelines and Tatar comes in for, for Vegas. I absolutely agree. You have to set this team up for success because this is this is a nice little start. Like seven and two is nice to look at on paper, but Vegas is where you learn what this Colorado Avalanche team is going to be. Definitely. Um, yeah, looking at some of these stats here for the Avs, you had Ross Colton with a, a he got the the scoring going. Um, I think it was Easton in our our subtext yesterday. You're right. You're right. He he predicted who he said they would get four. Didn't he say it was four to one? And he said, oh God, it, it was it was Colton was one. It was Rantanen was another. Let me see if I can bring that up quickly. Um, yeah, I got it right here. Let me see. So he said Colton, Nuke, Mac, and Miko. So we got two out of four. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad, Easton. Impressive. So, uh, yeah, you had Colton get the the scoring going, and then you had Miko on the power play, uh, Lekin in with the with one, and Bo Byram got one yeah. in his one hundredth game um, with the Abs. Very pretty goal there. Nice pass from from Nathan McKinnon. So, think things were things were cruising for the Abs. Like I said, you had that second that was a little iffy. Blues came back a little bit, but. Uh, the Colton goal was was just a thing of beauty. Tough yeah. goal too. It was a one on one battle that he won. Um, got it by Bennington, and and then yeah, he just away from there. Yeah, it's this team's played nine games, and it's it's weird for us to say that is a textbook Ross Colton goal, but mm. that's exactly what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a a gritty goal, and then Miko with the firepower. Bo with a much needed like he's continuing to get better. He's finding his game. Yeah, it's he, he just needed a few. So I, which happens? Yeah, I was very very excited to see that. Sammy G, a wide open net, and he hits the crossbar. Couldn't do that if you tried again. <laughs> Maybe someone like Nathan McKinnon could, but um, you, you see what happens uh, when I see say Sammy G is a a treat. He hits a crossbar. I say, Sam, uh, Lekin in it as a trick. He goes and gets a goal. Mm. Yeah, you had Sam, Sammy G was a, a plus two on the day. And again, I know um, plus minus is not the most perfect stat, but um, for someone that a lot of people want to nit, not want to say nitpick, that's the wrong word, but focus in on his plus minus. It's nice to see him have a plus. He had a very, yeah. very nifty, like uh, shifty move. Um, that almost led to a goal. Yeah. Um, kind of peeled, did his little tornado, and then, you know, peeled again on the inside, right in the slot. Just a beautiful move by him. He, when he gets like that, and he and he's just confident. Um, his skating ability is very, very impressive. It and really I think it's is. very underrated how his skating ability and and his puck handling. So, uh, yeah, he was feeling it last night for sure. Yeah, and you you love to see it, and you love to see that confidence, and you could feel it in his defensive pairings too. Absolutely, 
Absolutely. So, um, all right, we have a sound check to get to, and uh, it, it's late. So, uh, we, we ha- a, a lot of our subtexters are from the East Coast. So, well, we did get a couple in. So, we will get to those um, as well here in a minute. But right now, we have Indeed. And when you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, then you need Indeed. And Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all. With Indeed, find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. And if you hate waiting, Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match their job description the moment they sponsor a job. And Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. So visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring right now. Go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application. Pricing not available for everyone. And if you need to hire, then you need Indeed. We are also brought to you by FanDuel, the one and only sports book that you should be uh, have on your phone right now and use it as your number one sports book. You can score early this NFL offseason with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a $150 bonus bet with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. Wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-under, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off this NFL season, which is like halfway over already, Kyle. I know. I know. It's crazy. Added an extra game and it's still blowing by. Nuts. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, uh, so we had, let's see here, we have uh, Vargar who who uh, wrote in, so I'm just happy they put the last few games behind them. It does, and doesn't that just make you feel like, yeah. I know like sports are so like in the moment and, and what's happening right now. And man, it, there were there were some people on social media and I was getting emails from people just what's wrong with the abs and it's like they just had a bad couple games they didn't play well but we talked about it do we feel like this was going to like play out over the course of a season i just feel like this team is better than that that you're going to see that you know back-to-back shutouts throughout the rest of the year no i think this team is better than that but you go out you get a win like this doesn't matter that it was against the blues if it was a struggle if it was a one to nothing struggle and you're not really generating offense maybe we're having a different conversation here but you go out, you put four on them. You could have had more. Jordan Bennington had that kind of boneheaded play where you could have cashed in on that. Uh, and he did make a couple of nice saves. So you could have had more, but you do. You go out, you take care of business. And then those two back-to-back shutouts kind of go a little bit in the rearview mirror. Until Saturday. <laughs> that's is, like the real test. Yeah, that's the real test. This is It does put those like the bad taste in your mouth over the back-to-back shutouts it's gone the avalanche clearly had the momentum in this blues game but you know what's coming up 
Um, he goes on to say, in the words of Mark Crawford, there we go. Uh, our top guys were very top guys tonight. Good to see Makar and Byron play um, and be productive. Uh, I think you got to leave Mac, Miko, Lecky, Matt, Makar, and Taves together as your your top five. Um, and Prosvitov looked better than his career numbers would indicate. Yeah. Um, I was watching Kel Makar like a hawk <laughs> because I was like, is is he just out there just gutting it out and he really shouldn't be and should he have taken a day off just to you know give a couple extra days of rest before this vegas game that we're all looking forward to and i know he's not built that way and i feel if he's like 70 percent, he's gonna go um and as the game got on went on you could see that he's like i'm fine and he was a lit i think he took a couple shifts in the beginning just to get into the flow of it see how i feel and once he got hit a few times and made some cuts, he's like, uh, we're good to go. And he just said, uh, I'll, I'll take it from here, gentlemen. And those times where you see Nathan McKinnon take over a game, I don't want to say like he took over the game, but he like every time he touched the puck, he got that that look of I'm going the distance here and yeah. follow me, boys. Follow me to freedom. <laughs> it, it was great. It was great. So he he's OK. I'm convinced he's OK now. Oh, thanks, Bednar, for I, I could have used that sleep. I was stressing. If it was Bo and or Kale. Right. It was neither. He tricked us. It's like he knew what he was doing. Like on on Halloween. That's, that's true, too. I think about that. But he probably I don't want to say he probably he maybe he knew and just throwing that soundbite out there to throw it to the blues so they don't really know, but doesn't matter. Either yeah. way, they, they were both back and they both looked great. Yeah, they, they both looked great. So uh, all right, let's get to our sound check. We'll wrap this thing up with our sound check. Um, every game, after every game, Kyle and I pick a song that summarizes the most recent game. These songs go up on a playlist over on Spotify. Just search LOA sound check. And this is volume number three. So, what do you have for this game, sir? Avalanche and Blues. The super group that forms every decade. That would be them crooked vultures. I own. Gotta love them. Oh man, I love them. They're gotta love them. I think they're getting ready to gear up for a reunion now. Are they? Yes, they are. Okay. Dave Grohl has mentioned it. Who is member okay. of this this said band? Mm-hmm. But they have a song called Scumbag Blues. And <laughs> it's like the greatest. It's a great again. I'm very vibey with my songs. You listen to this, it's it's very vibey to the action that we witnessed last night in that blues game. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's the scumbag blues. Those jerseys roll out there. You see Bennington, you, yeah, you're anticipating something goofy. It's it's it fits. By the way, Prosvitov uh also wore number 50. So we had the better 50 last night and always will easily. Um, I, I kind of followed you that you sent me that and I'm like, you know what? I'll go super group as well. And I went with velvet revolver. Ooh. Yeah. The old Scott Weiland guns and roses mix up mashup. Um, and the name of their song is sucker train blues. Yeah. So it's that's what I'm going with. We have a super group blues 
rock songs for you on uh, this this yeah this episode because we get the avalanche super group got back together and won a game there you go <laughs> which is always wonderful i'm telling minus, you like minus the tara drew in <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey they're still part of the team um yeah i'm telling you man like i i just felt like crap all day long and it was just up in the air whether i wanted to record and then when they got the win i'm like all right let's do it i feel a little bit better so yeah i've been dealing with the externals of sickness and i was like you know what i needed this game let's go baby right sets up the weekend nice so um all right that's gonna wrap it up for today everybody thank you for tuning in making this your first listen of the day that is always appreciated um, and yeah, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about that schedule and whatever else we get. I know we, we, um, said we're going to talk about Paul Stasny, so we will do that as well. Yes. Got to give him some love. All right. That's going to wrap it up. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. And I am Chris Maselli. This is the Lockdown Avalanche podcast back in the win column. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, Go. Go.